Welcome to the ADHD Book Club Podcast, the only book club podcast that breaks books into bite-sized pieces for our easily distracted conveniences. My name is Cole. I am the train conductor of the shipwreck today as we discuss Gallant by V.E. Schwab, chapters 24, 25, 26, and 27. I use whatever pronouns you prefer. Most will use he, him. That's perfectly fine. I'm not going to fight you about it. And if I were a boss in a video game, I would have a bunch of summons to do all the fighting for me, uh, whether it's like animals, elementals, minions, whatever, it'd just be a bunch of people doing all the fighting for me. And my theme music would just be a lot of like bass and electronic music. I like it. I like it. Yes. But I would just be sitting back doing nothing. So it's just like a bunch of like <laughs> rain like... music going around, flashing lights, a bunch of people fighting. I'm just like sitting there like, yes. Yeah. Like your Fight idol animation me. is just like, just chill. Not even dancing to the music, just like kind of no, looking like, like you're about to fall asleep. Entirely asynchronous to the music. <laughs> or, or, or like you're just sitting there eating popcorn. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being uh, reminded. I'm being reminded of two of my favorite boss fights, actually, uh, <laughs> which is great. I'm definitely thinking of a particularly traitorous one from uh, from this Persona game that uh, that we enjoy. I don't know what Kawasaki you could be imagining. Tra- Persona's great. <laughs> Persona's great. Yes. Um, uh, Hi, I'm Machamello. I am the head librarian of this book club. I use she, her pronouns. So how, how, how would your fights be and what kind of music would be your okay. boss fight? Like what would your main gimmick be for your boss fight? It could be something simple as uh, yeah. I have 12 swords. I definitely wouldn't have that many swords. I can tell you that. It's <laughs> a lot of swords. I think, I think my thing would be like... It wouldn't be so much a fight against me, but like a fight against the terrain. Like you mm. would just get stuck a lot. Like you would have to stay where you're at a lot, and you'd have to find clever ways to like break free and escape. I'm That's picturing mine. like a Crash Bandicoot type of thing, where it's like there's yeah. like things constantly exploding around you, and you have to avoid them. And like every now and then, you get one chance, like go hit the machine once to try yeah, to stop it. Yeah, they're gonna just go yeah. like throw shit at me. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Or maybe what, we'll what have would your maybe... uh, music boss music be? Mm. I want something like Peppy Lo-Fi. I don't know Ooh, what that means, okay. but Peppy Lo-Fi. <laughs> Peppy Lo-Fi is like a. There's a soundtrack I listen to a lot when I'm just like wanting to like have like backer music while I'm doing other things mm-hmm. called Video Game Lo-Fi. Yeah, and it's that's just like video game soundtracks it. set to Lo-Fi, and that's yeah, kind of why I imagine Peppy it. Lo-Fi is. Yeah, I love Video Game Lo-Fi. I listen to that a lot. So that's fine. I love that. Thanks. Let's go to Cosmic. Oh, hello. I'm sorry I, I... never pick you, Beals. I'm realizing that now. <laughs> I feel like I usually pick Beals. <laughs> yeah. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> um, because I like when he's when I'm like Tevin and he's like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so special. Um, anyway, oh sorry, spoiler listeners, Tevin might say that. Uh... <laughs> 
Uh, hi, I'm Cosmic Egg, or, or just Cosmic, or just Egg. I go by she, her. And, okay, my boss fight would be like, uh, I, I would like something really stupid as like my really OP ability, which is like, I don't know, like, throw a really cute like plushie at someone and it deals like 400 damage if it hits you in the right place yes um while i'm also hurling all these cute things at you and it's killing you and your healer is going crazy um there's gonna be some like like really heavy scary metal in the background meanwhile like everything about this boss fight is very cute like everything is pink everything is like kawaii but Can we just go like baby metal like, route? You are uh, listening to like Satan summoning metal. That would I don't know who too. the character is. Yeah. I don't play the game. Uh, Tevin baby might metal. know. Uh, baby Tevin, metal. have you ever played Skullgirls? I've not played Skullgirls, no. Okay, the only thing there's... that's coming to mind right now is Marnie from uh, Sword and Shield, but I, uh, we're not quite there though. Uh, I was saying there's a character in Skullgirls, I know, that like their her entire gimmick is just throwing a bunch of random bullshit at you. And that's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah, or, but like uh, cute shit. Yeah, like she, she throws a bunch to, of cute shit. You would be afraid to, like, hurt me, who is the boss, because I'm really fucking cute. Like, my character model is adorable. Like, oh, cool. like Wingman in fucking Valorant. No yeah, one's to do. Yeah. <laughs> like a Tonberry from Final Fantasy. Like, where, like, they yeah. look harmless and unafraid. Uh, like, look harmless. Like, the Tonberries in Final Fantasy. Right? They look harmless <laughs> and cute. But then they have a knife and they stab you and you instantly <laughs> die. <laughs> yes. Those bastards. I, I love, love it right. so much. Uh, Bills, tell me about your boss fight. No, your music. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It said oh, yeah, really metal. scary metal. Okay. Yeah, you did. I just yeah. blacked out because I was trying to figure out the Skull Gear character. It's like the kind that like chants in Latin and you're afraid that if you like play it oh, backwards, you're going to like a demon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tevin, you go. That's me. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tevin, a.k.a. Beals. I use he, him pronouns, and uh, I just work here, man. All right, so you kind of hit a lot of my favorite stuff already. I definitely am not a main factor of the boss fight, kind of like Cole. No, right? no, in this, you are the boss fight. Oh, no, you don't no. get to be a side character. I'm the boss, <laughs> Okay, but I'm not a major factor of the fight, kind of like what you're saying, where you're kind of okay, sitting okay. on the side and letting the army just up for you. And as I'm sitting here trying to envision this, first of all, metal. Right? We, I'm with you on that. We're chanting Latin. It's all there, and I'm with you. And the only thing I have in my mind right now is a fight where I am on, like, some cool platform that is ascending into the air while I'm playing the guitar for some reason. There's angels singing Latin. Uh, I don't have a band with me, but you hear them. Um, like Tenacious D kind of thing. 100%. Yeah. Tenacious D, we have... Uh, we, they do it in uh, Mortal Reminder from League of Legends. We have the Metaton boss fight where it's the platform that goes up. Yep. We have uh, the Pokemon Scarlet Violet final fight. Uh, like, all of those things. But, like, it's only me that goes up. And then, suddenly, you have to make it to me. This is even better if it's not a platformer. If this game has trash movement mechanics, right? <laughs> and it's just Hollow Knight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And it's probably, it would feel better for the player if it was a game like Hollow Knight. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not. <laughs> the entire fight is just reaching me through the hordes and hordes of bullshit that is raining down on you. And I am just standing there with an electric guitar on the top, um, flinging the hair I don't have. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm imagining, like, while you're ascending, the, like, the hordes of bullshit is just, like, music notes and, like, 
like quarter notes rest, like a whole scale comes down on them. <laughs> this is a radiant boss fight from Hollow Knight, basically, except it has terrible movement. Which awesome. only I get that reference. I, I have to beat uh, Hollow Knight. This I know awesome. you and Cole do, yeah. And you have I to get this special thing for so long. It's I just so never good. Opened it. <laughs> it's so good and so incredibly frustrating if you aren't into Souls like games, which I'm not. So like, why did I do that? I think my biggest issue with when I played Hollow Knight is I started playing Hollow Knight immediately after I played Celeste, right? Yeah. And Celeste. <laughs> When you like, it's so much more forgiving when you fuck yeah. up than Hollow Knight yeah. is. Yeah. Like, I beat Celeste, and it's like, yeah, because as soon as you beat the stage once or like the screen once, you don't have to ever go back there ever again. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like me and go for Goldens, like, I mean, a yeah, I was idiot. Like replaying it. But like, I mean, that's just masochistic at that point. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, if I die in this area, I have to go through all these stages, all these like rooms again, all these enemies have respawned. And then when I get Bro. there, I have to go fight my evil shadow again. Yeah, and then I just, gotta die, and then just to die at the boss in five seconds. I think it was what the second Hornet fight that like drove you crazy when you were because you streamed it. I streamed for a bit. Uh, I don't know if the second Hornet fight, maybe. Was, I know the one there was so that many, you were like on the so mountain many, pass. Do there you were remember so many that? Areas where I was like, I don't want to fucking play this game anymore. <laughs> it's understandable, but Mood the music with Celeste. was a bop. <laughs> I can't, yes. Celeste. I cannot play that game. I'm at, I'm at 195 out of 202. I only have seven more levels to do without dying. I, I'm sure that's possible. Yeah, easy for someone else. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, God, I need to play it. It's so good. But every time it's I just so get to good. City of Tears, and then I fall asleep to the music, and then I stop playing. Uh, but exactly what you're saying about having to fight mm. your shadow to get back. I didn't think they were going to make the Dark Souls bloodstain mechanic even more unforgiving. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what you do. Uh... There are other games where you do that. I'm trying to think of one at the top of my head. My first thought was Shovel Knight, but that's not true at all, actually. Uh, other games do that. I know. I've played a few. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not terribly hard, especially like the Shadow isn't typically hard to beat. You just hit it a few times, yeah. typically, before yeah. it gets going. But every now and then, it starts like, acting technic fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Once so the tilting. Shadow starts like shooting stuff at you, you're like, no, you don't get to do that. That's my ability. Yeah, Take that how back. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you Anyways. be my shadow? You guys, I love our gaming podcast. What game yeah. should we talk about next? Yeah. Welcome to the ADHD game club. Dude, there are so many times where it's like, we should just make another podcast. It's just for us, like, actually just bullshit. Just our bullshit. I'm, I'm here for it. Scoop, this is the bullshit podcast, and we'll record the next one. No. 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 Uh, all right. We should actually talk about Gal I can't afford club. to podcast. We don't have time. <laughs> No. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. No. Wait, you have two podcasts? <laughs> Meh. We haven't been recording one. Oh, that's one is currently on hiatus. One mm, is on hiatus. And then we were trying to record an episode about like what we liked about the first season. How long have we been trying to record that, Cole? Uh like how because long have we like, had the idea that we should, or how long have we been actively trying to record that? Both. I think they're we, the like, same. We, said, we mentioned that, like, hey, we should probably record something for this, like, a month ago. We've only like, actively tried to like, schedule that for, like, a week or so. So not terrible. At least two weeks. But, yeah, because no. I failed. I failed both times. I know it I was, failed twice. It'll be two weeks this Saturday, I suppose. Okay. Okay. Well. Anyways, Gallant by V.E. Schwab. What? Yeah. What? We have a book. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we last left off. They were trying to get ready for uh rescuing people namely thomas from the other side uh so 
everyone's chapter 24. Everyone's getting ready. Hannah is latching windows. Edgar's locking doors. And Matthew is lecturing them all about their plan. The plan is very simple. Olivia's going to go in, find Thomas, knock three times on the gate, and Matthew will get them out and quickly seal it off before anything gets out. He tells Hannah and Edgar that if anything does happen to escape, they have to go hide. Uh, Hannah gives Olivia a tight hug, and soon she's off to the other side. Matthew asks if she's certain that she wants to do this, and he lets her know that he will be waiting for her, and that this is the first time that like Olivia truly feels like she has a real family. She steps over across the wall, closes her eyes, and eventually feels this sort of shift. She then opens her eyes, and the strange warped gallant is back. She quietly and quickly makes her way to the fountain, peers into it, and nothing. She steals her nerves, certain now that this is a trap, and begins to sneak towards the front door anyways, because after all, there is a difference between charging into a trap and slipping between its teeth. And that's chapter 26, or 24. I'm going to do chapter 25, too, because there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chapter 25, she tells herself it's a game like hide-and-seek. She sneaks as quiet as she can. Uh, jumping at every single creek she asks a random ghoul for help but only gets a sense that it wants her to not look and to just go away she tries to reach out i guess to like mentally connect to thomas assuming that like since there's only two of them who are like truly living in this place they should be able to feel each other but that doesn't work because why the fuck would it that's a random <laughs> fucking thought to have olivia you're a fucking idiot <laughs> the entire time <laughs> that she's wandering around uh She's like her head is telling her to run away and her bones are like, no, stay. It's fine. Uh, she eventually makes her way into Matthew and Thomas's room and she sees a shape in Thomas's bed, roughly boy shaped, covered under the blankets. But she's roughly like, hey, <laughs> yeah, roughly boy shaped. Uh, she's like, hey, this seals a little too easy. Like, this is probably a trap. So she like turns to go away. But as she turns to go away, apparently this is the only time the house has ever creaked because she turns and like takes a step and the house creaks. And like, that, apparently that's the only time it's creaked. <gasps> Because it alerts the boy and, like, two other people. And she's quickly surrounded by uh, the shadows. The They have her captured. And the master of the house talks at her in a grandiose way for a little bit. Uh, and touches her cheek, which drains some of her life away and gives it to him. She shouts for the ghouls to come and help her. And they come and try to attack the master of the house, who then blows them away like dust. And then the shadows knock her out. And that is chapter 25. So... Up Gallant by B.E. Schwab. Come on. Gallant cool. by B.E. Schwab. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions, comments, or quotes from those two chapters? I think I had a quote from... I'm like trying to scroll back. Yeah. yeah I don't think I took many because... I, remember, I read this. Yeah. I only found oh, one quote this time. Same. I read this like very angrily yesterday, I'll be honest. And it's like... I did too. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get that idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> based off of your description. <laughs> no, I wrote my description today to try to like alleviate my my anger I had at the book. And it still came through because <laughs> some bullshit happens. Cole and I were binging a little bit yesterday about it. It's just like... Why, why did you think that would work? Why do you think that like you have some sort of... Like, I guess she has some sort of like bullshit magic psychic connection to the ghosts. But she's like, oh, I reached out and thought I could feel him with my mind. Like, wh what? You know what, though? You know what, though? When I was a little girl, 100%, I felt like I could do that shit. I believed in magic of my brain. I don't know. Uh, magic do of my brain. Do you not regularly change your thoughts in case someone's reading your mind? Like, is that not something that would... No. <laughs> Every now and then, I'll, like, someone will be staring at me slightly too long and be like, hmm, what do you think? What do you, what, what are you looking at me for, too, huh? Why are you looking at me so long? They're using the tadpole powers to peer into your mind. This is so yeah, good! I'm so good at that! Anyways. Can you say absolutely me? No, let's stay oh, on wait, track. You've already been sidetracked too much. Authority. Authority. Thank you. Anyway. sidetracked too much already. 
I'm still trying to look for this fucking quote. I don't think I'm gonna find I'll go it. ahead and do mine. Mine is more yeah. just I love a trope. It's I don't know if I'd call it a trope, but like it's just the no sell. Uh, I'll do the I'll do the thing. Um, Olivia spins, drawing the blade. She doesn't wait, but twists and drives the knife into his chest. The master of the house looks down at the weapon protruding from the front uh, from his front and clucks his tongue. Now, now, he says, is that how we treat family? Like it's very much a punch in the face. Oh, you must be the Belmont. Like it's it's yeah. just like I've always loved that. Like I really do not care that I just got stabbed. Like very there condescending. Is, uh, an anime I've watched recently called uh, The Shadow of Eminence, and like the main character is one of those OP motherfuckers because that's one of my favorite bullshit tropes. Even though like I hate mm-hmm. it, but I also love it. Uh, and his entire like goal is just be like the background character of life. So like very frequently he'll get like attacked by something and just like go sprawling backwards, but it's like it's all fake blood that he's made himself and like all over dramatic at the top. And like that's I love that type of thing. That's amazing. Or since <laughs> we're talking uh, anime with it, I, I get flashbacks here of uh, a scene from Sword Art Online where uh, Kirito is just like yep. so overpowered that like six people are attacking him. He's like, "Yeah, my health regen is high enough for this. Cool. You can't kill me. <laughs> my numbers are too high." I've seen that one. I'm so proud of myself. I, I hate that like that's one of the animes you've watched, honestly. I know, I hate it too. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, that and Soul Eater, a, like, why have I seen those? Sword Art is a fine starting point. You can get taste later. It's fine. <laughs> is it? Like, Gold Medal. But when you, if, if you start, on, if you start on season one, I've least. seen both of those. Yeah, those are much better starting points than fucking yeah. Sword Art. <laughs> I started with Death Note, and then I watched Full Metal. Although, I will I say, I've yeah. tried to rewatch Death Note recently, and it starts off so atrociously slow. I still love it. <laughs> it it's I great. Still, it's wonderful. I still love it. But I'm too, I'm too used to, like, faster-paced things now. That's fair. Anyways. Back to Gallant by V.E. Schwab. Welcome, Welcome to the ADHD to book club. The anime book club, excuse you. The Sorry, anime game. the random club. bullshit book club. Welcome to ADHD club. <laughs> ADHD yeah. club, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find your quote, Miss Cosmic Gig? You know, I don't even know why I bookmarked it, because it's not really that great of a quote. That's fine. I can read right. it anyway. If you Do want it. to, go for Do it. it. Let's see. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, the ground is uneven, old roots pushing up, thorny weeds sprawling, as if they'd had one last riotous bloom spilling over their banks before losing their hold on life. It would be so easy to snag on a sharp branch or fall, and she is sure that if she cuts herself, the ground will know. The ground. There's more. The thing inside the house will know if it does not already, but I liked the ground will know. The ground will know. (laughs) Goes back to Macha's haunted environment that she for her boss fight. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that a little bit more, and it's kind of like the game Catherine. That's my boss fight. Oh, if you've ever I've, played, okay, Catherine. I have not played Catherine, but I've seen somebody play Catherine, and then I tuned out once I realized there was two plus people named Catherine. There's three. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. There's oh God. That's a lot of Catherine. Ones with the C, ones with the K, and ones probably ones spelled with some a Q. Fun. Sure. Why not? Just like Cracker you. What? Just like you, Cole. How do you spell Cole? <laughs> That's a great question. You ask Marty, it's eight different ways at all at the same time. I spell it consistently. Just incorrectly. I love this story <laughs> because of a bullshit story I told once upon a time that we just have taken to the grave. That was your first mistake. Yeah, yeah you should have. Um, That's such an easy joke. And I is. love easy jokes because I'm not clever enough for smart jokes. <laughs> Mood. I was going to say something, but it's gone now. We were talking about the ground. 
being no, we're talking no, about the not ground being funny. knows. Ground we're knows. We're talking about uh, not being like funny. So we like easy jokes. Oh, oh uh, I was trying to bring us back. That's yeah, what anyways. I was why you guys think <laughs> oh, that's the, your job. <laughs> why do you guys think the ghouls are so adamant about like Olivia not saving Thomas? And she's being like, it's hey, not get worth the fuck it. Out. The master will be upset. <laughs> I don't know. He's just, like provoking him at this point, honestly. Like, um, it's been two years since Thomas has been over there. I don't think the, the ghouls are like, particularly worried about him. It's just like, why are you taunting fate by being here? Just fucking make sure he stays away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, don't change anything. Like, the master of the house is like fucking ticking time bomb. Like, we don't want to deal with the like pushback. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But something, something. It is a human life or whatever. I don't know. I, he's been over there for a while, though, so I don't know if he's going to be the most mentally stable child. I don't think any of the priors are mentally stable. No. I don't think most children are mentally stable. Same, though. Full Fair. circle. <laughs> uh, something Matcha said was, like, ever since the inconsistency of her being sneaky or not, uh, mentions of it really catch her attention. Sayings, yeah. Sayings, sayings like she was too good at hiding. So the girls at Maryland's never wanted to play hide and seek with her. Also could have something to do with the bugs pouring on the girl, but like, you know, who can see? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, sh- they didn't want to play with me because I was too good at hiding. It's like, no, you fucking that poor girls on it. a girl. Come on. Like, she come kind on. Of, Pretty uh, the more I'm relearning about Olivia, the more her situation feels almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy of sorts, where she's like, girls don't want to play with me, and I'm mean to them because they don't want to play with me. It's like, mm, they don't want to play with you because you're mean to them. Yeah. yeah. Like, first, honey. Yeah. Like they probably like they were probably a little bit mean to you because of they your probably situation. Were, yes. But also, you didn't like help facilitate that at all by being standoffish, mm-hmm. cutting yourself, cutting them, and pouring bugs on them either. De-escalation, my friends. <laughs> De-escalation. But it goes back to kids aren't mentally stable. So she's going exactly. the full. I'm not like other girls. Route in the most extraordinary <laughs> manner. <Good> for her, <laughs> kicks dream girl. Something. <laughs> That's a book that's apparently just fucking atrocious. Which book, sorry? Dream Girl, I can yeah. imagine. That's a it's, book? It's an I awful, just thought that was a trope. awful... It is, but there's a book, I think, called that, and it is just, like... I, I'm not reading it, but I've heard it's just, like, a shit show. Wait, so. you know how we talked about our, like, what book trope you would be? I'm surprised no one said Manic Pixie Dream Girl. None of us embody that, I don't think. I don't, I don't have Maybe in, like, an ironic me. way. Maybe in, like, a Manic Pixie Dream Girl for the, requires for the too bit. much of a whimsy for life that none of us have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, but she puts so depression true. in this, in this podcast. <laughs> that just emanating only... gloom. No pixies in this. <laughs> no manic pixies in this. There place. are no Luna Lovegoods in our group, I will Not say. Not a single Luna. No. <laughs> We're all just like fucking Neville or something. <laughs> yeah, he got a glow had, up at least. Yeah, I was like, he had the best glow up. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say we weren't hot. I just said we're kind of like Neville. <laughs> so you're saying we are hot now? Yes, we're hot, Neville. Anyways, we're back never on the we're Neville the glow up. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the next two chapters. I group them together too because yes, same reasons. I feel like uh, we barely talked about the book, and I'm so sorry, Scoop. I'll be honest. These like... first two chapters, fucking nothing happened. I know. Yeah, they're setting up. I told Macho like this. Like my initial uh, thought for what I was going to have for chapter 24 was. She goes across to the other side and fucking looks at the fat and nothing happens. Like, we knew that was going to happen. Like, we knew he wasn't going to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, n- n- stuff happens, sure, but like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I-, I am skipping a lot of like, 
filler, what I'm like, like filler scenes of like, oh, she's grabbed. And then the next four paragraphs are talking about how she's grabbed and how the master of the house is creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Things are spooky, scary. Ah. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our tea break. I am Cole. And as we get into the colder winter months, something that I really, really enjoy is a nice cup of warm cocoa. I recently got gifted some like chocolate balls that you just drop into some hot milk and just watch them melt. As, and then the marshmallows pop up and it's fucking adorable and I love that so very much. So get yourself some hot cocoa as it gets colder out to stay warm. It's for your benefit, right? You gotta stay warm as we get colder and colder. If you've been enjoying our series, please share us with friends. It is without a doubt absolutely the easiest way to help out and help podcasts grow. It's the simplest thing you can do. Just share it with a friend, share, copy the little link, send it to a friend, coworker, a random person, just like airdrop it to somebody. That'd be fucking funny, actually. But yeah, if you, there's anything that you can do to help us out, it's sharing us with people in your life. Now, without further ado, let us get back into this riveting discussion. Olivia awakes bound to the sofa, the three soldiers standing around and the master reading from Grace's journal. She lunges at him, but the shadow built like a brick pushes her back down. And as the master continues his big bad monologue of a deceased woman's diary, after he's done being dramatic, he tells the shadows to leave and it's just the two of them. He praises her talent for bringing life into the realm and asks for a demonstration. He gives her some bones and Olivia, quickly thinking, makes a bird come to life. And as the master stares gawking at it, she tells it to attack him. She tries to run away, but he starts reciting her uncle's letter, and that makes Olivia pause. We learn that Hannah was the one who made that list of all the orphanages, and we learn again that the master can talk to people in their dreams when they're at their weakest. I don't know why we're getting reiteration of this thing that's already been confirmed, but here we are. Uh, she then sprints away and runs away again without any destination in sight. She gets to the ballroom and is partway through like opening a hidden passage when she hears a skittering up noise, and the ballroom bursts to life with dancers again. The master is here. I spelt that the wrong version of here. I'm looking at my notes. I spelt that like the master is here. Like hearing. Hearing. Uh, hear you. Which is not correct, but whatever. He asks if she'd like to hear a story and two more figures burst from the pile of bones and it's her parents. And that's chapter 26. Chapter 27. We get to learn a bit about how her father was able to resist the master. Apparently as the shadows live longer and longer, they become more individualized. We then get this whole ass like fucking play from the like shadow parents acting out the diary entries because if the master is anything, it's a fucking drama king. We learn that Olivia being half dead is why the master is able to still follow Grace around even after she ground up the molar. The two dust parents fall back into dust only to be reawoken in the play starting over and over again. The master gives Olivia a choice. She can bring these two shadow things back to life fully if she just lets him out. All the shadow warped gallant could be hers. With the power, she could bring it all to life, healing it and restoring it. And for a moment, Olivia is tempted. But ever the cynic, she decides that this is just a dream, a facsimile of the real thing, and she has a real family out there waiting for her. So she does what she does best, act impulsively and heal things. She reaches for the near shadow, gives it life, and tells it to fight for her. The master quickly wraps her hands in some dusty silk gloves, 
but in the ensuing chaos, Olivia runs out of the room into Hidden Passageway and into the cellar, where she sees Thomas. And that's chapter 27 of Gallant by B.E. Schwab. <laughs> Do we want to uh, read the ending? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Do you the quote? This. I can do it if you'd like. Yes, please. Yes. There. The master of the house has had enough. He crouches over the body of his second shadow, the red of their blood staining the floor as he fits the rib back into his own chest, paper skin closing over the bone. His tongue drifts, as it always does, to the hole in the back of his mouth, the one piece he will never get back. He presses his hand to the shadow's body and it withers, life flooding like a current beneath his skin as the corpse turns to dust on the ballroom floor. The blood dries, too, crumbles, blown away by a stale breeze. It is only a taste of what he will do. Hunger gnaws inside him, unyielding, insatiable. There is a mouse in my house, he says to the remaining soldiers and the dancers and the ghouls. Find it. Can I just say? Yes. As someone who has thought that Death was a very hot character, I don't know why, but he's so hot in my mind. <laughs> when he climbed right here, that was the ultimate ick for me. I'm not into him anymore. You don't like I was 1,000% ready to like make like TikTok thirst traps of this Death guy. This, yeah. this not anymore. Old, you got a mouse in your house? decaying, decrepit. <laughs> no he's hot freak, trust me this, this guy who's frequently described as old and like missing half of his body from no, bones being flown. okay you, you, you can't convince me he's not hot oh, yeah, he's got downgraded from rocked. thanatos to grim like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know the decaying bodies the like apathy of life that's totally that's unlikable the fact that he rhymes detestable despicable disgusting that's cringe bro (laughs) what if he alliterated though i love alliteration it would depend on what the alliteration is like if it felt forced uh, there's a mouse in my marbles there's a there's a (laughs) mouse in my marble mice Mini mouse in my mansion (laughs) there's a mini mouse meandering in my mansion yes there you go there you go (laughs) I was that just throwing out words. A little more acceptable. That, that was good. That was good. Yeah. We have a drawing here. We do. It is one we've seen before. Uh, it's the two figures like back to back with mm-hmm. the. Um, yes, yeah, the two figures. You guys got to it at the same time? Nice. <laughs> I assume that's board. like her parents. Parents, yeah, parents, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to uh, read what in the back of the book what it tells about this? Yes, I would love to. Okay. Theme. Embrace. The ink splotch forms two tangled forms, one discernibly feminine, one lean and masculine. Here and there, their limbs and hair branch into wild, weedy tendrils. That's all it says. But yeah, okay. that's, that's mom and dad in their weird, decrepit forms. If that's supposed to be, like, accurate representations of the parents, uh, the mom has a fucking Pixar body. I was gonna say, she got a zombie. <laughs> She's she got, got a last dumpy. girl dumpy. <laughs> Wait, but like, dad kind of has like, a little dumpy too. Kinda. The mom look, looks like Mrs. Yeah. Incredible. Like they Mrs. both have very girl. pronounced hips. Yes. They do. I kind of like how their hands are held though. Like they're just yeah. kind of like melding into each other. It's very cute. Yeah, they're kind of like mirror images of each mm-hmm. other. This is a nice one. Whoa! Oh. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say what I just saw. Did you see the titty? 
No, I saw uh, uh, the other one, the other thing. Uh, uh, yeah, that's also there too. Yeah, it has like vines. Put that away. <laughs> it's not appropriate. No, <laughs> it's a PG thirteen podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't lie Why to do you guys think that Olivia was like tempted, even briefly, by the master's offer? Like it's such a bad deal. I mean, it's such a bad deal. Come wait, on, they're, so? they're ghosties. No but like she can, she, can, she can make them real, and we just no, got confirmed they, no. that like the longer they're alive, the more individual they become. They're not her parents, though. They would be, yeah. though. Yeah, they're they like, well, no, they would never be her real parents. No. It'd be like the it other would be parents. like it would be like death being the puppet master, and this is like what like keeps Olivia here because he needs her, and he's like, look, here's your parents. Like, well, he you goes wreak havoc on the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll and give- uh. I'll give the fact the benefit of the doubt that, like, not benefit of the doubt. It's been the entire book. Like, the the mystery of what the parents are like and everything. Yeah. I can meet even fake versions of them is still, like, kind of a win to her. But obviously very much not worth it to achieve. I think she would be more tempted to take this deal had she not felt like she found her family in mm-hmm. Matthew and in Hannah yeah. and Edgar. Cause yeah. right before she goes beyond the wall, she's like, this is my family and I love them. And this is the closest mm-hmm. thing I've had to family in such a long time. Uh, so I feel like if she didn't have that, she might've been more tempted by this deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Like character development kind of thing. He was also <laughs> offering the deal while he was playing the, uh, the, the repeated loop of her parents dying, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's not here, really like, working out for him. Well, like, it's the, <laughs> the, the entire, it's like the whole performance art of like their mm-hmm. entire life of like them meeting, sneaking away together, whatever. Like, the entire diary entries are being played yeah. out on loop. Mm-hmm. It's not just them dying. That's but fair. still. Mm-hmm. For some still. reason, I lashed onto that because all I could, since we're going to be the uh, the ADHD gaming club here for for a day, um, all I could think of was Gladys for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like quotes. Uh, portal. Portal. Yes. Have you not played Portal? I know. Gotta fix, gotta fix it. Gotta fix you it. You can go play Portal Two and beat it in one stream. I've discovered. You, you yes. can. If you. Oh, is that how to... Egg comes back? <laughs> yeah. Portal, Dude, I was about portal, to come portal, back, three. but I tried to stream Baldur's Gate, but Streamlabs was like, "Fuck no." <laughs> <laughs> Well, for the sake of small spoilers, uh, maybe big spoilers, so you can listen yeah, if you'd like to. But um, there's just that sure. quote from Gladys. is like, turns out I have a little black box save feature that just repeats the last 30 seconds of my life or whatever it is. So I got to watch you killing me again and again and again and again. <laughs> nice. Move. I really think that uh, the master of the house is in the wrong line of business. Okay. Mm-hmm. He- Go teach high school theater. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 He is like he is so good at putting on plays and performances and choreography, and he's the wasting music. it on these all this like undead bullshit. Go teach some kids, dude. Embrace the future. Teach Thomas. Come on. I can fix him. <laughs> <laughs> he rhymed. He rhymed. He's too far gone. I can <laughs> fix him. I can make him stop rhyming and start teaching theater. Oh, you watch me. <laughs> I'll be here for it, Cosmic. I support you. Well, no, he can he can convince all of his puppets to do all the dancing for him. You think he's going to be able to control children the same way? Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, if he's tempting he parents, to yeah. Just, like, be like, hey, here's the choreography. And then teach the kids the choreography, you know, like. 
And if they if suck at it, theater, make odds them are do they it. have some type of like reason, like want to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Death, the high school drama teacher. <laughs> That's I like could a, say it is an anime. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like like a young adult like Captain Underpants kind of book. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's an anime about all about one like killing your teacher. I, I imagine there's one about death being your teacher. Yeah, true. Um, it's out there somewhere. It's got to be without a doubt. Do you guys think that Olivia will be able to sleep, save Thomas? Of course, of course I do. I think yeah. I mean, the way this book has been going, I think it's gonna have like a nice little happy ending. However, I feel like if she is going to get Thomas out of there, in a like horror horror book like he would not be the same as he was mm -hmm. when he went in so i'm hoping that's kind of what happens mm -hmm. if he does get out i yeah. love the idea of like her somehow being able to defeat the master of the house uh but like realizing that something has to stay on this world so she can bring thomas back but she has to stay mm. there must always be a lich king yeah she can <laughs> be the lich king i support it yeah i definitely don't expect both of them to get out i expect at most, at most, one of them to get out. Fair. I expect both of them to get out and have a happy little family. That's what I expect. And I don't like it, but that's what I expect. <laughs> I mean, it is young adult novel, but like yeah. I don't know, it's been very that's spooky. It hasn't been like exactly shy away been, from death. It has been spooky. I just, I, that's my feeling. That's my guess for these last few chapters. Because we're at eighty-eight percent, eighty-nine percent. So we're we are, real close. Eighty nine. One week left. We have oh, one more week left. We're at an actual ninety percent. Yep. I'm so yeah. excited to be done. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I am so looking forward to our reviews next week. I'm oh, they're going to be, gonna nice. be interesting. I they feel are... like there's across last, the board last... very mixed feelings. I don't it's like so it. It's so funny because like last, on Cersei, everyone's like five out of five, five out of five, brilliant. Oh, right. so good, perfect. And, book. And I'm so excited to see uh, how we feel about this book. <laughs> I was thinking about that because we rated Cersei so high. And I was like, are we just going to do this with every book? Because we yeah. just like hanging out with each other. And we're like, yeah, five out of five, great experience. No, we're going to be honest about the book. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I would have DNF'd this book a long time ago. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I truly think that, like, a lot of what suffers that, like, I from this book is the fact that we are breaking it down week by week. Agreed. Oh, for sure. Totally for sure. I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah, but at the time there's nothing to talk about. But yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like it's just filled with so much bullshit. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like I could skip through half the if I was reading this on my own, I would skip through half the like I would half just skim I would skim the dialogue. That's what I would do. And, yeah, yeah, read yeah. the dialogue and like, okay, they're talking well, they're talking now, so let's like actually read what's happening for a bit. And then flowery, flowery, flowery text. I would just skip all that. And like, I'd cut it down. And like, I yeah. think that you or I could read this full thing in probably like one day if we really sat down yeah. and just like breathe through it. Yeah. And like, the I fact that, go ahead. Uh, sorry. The fact that like, yeah, following Cersei is one big thing. Um, oh, yeah. And, and fitting our book club style so well, but also the other mm -hmm. book reading alongside of this being Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. Like, <laughs> like, there is so much of everything in everything all the time. Oh, like yeah this layers is uh, and layers and layers oh and layers. man anyways that's yeah. what we'll talk about next week i'm sure it'll be a lot Oilers. of that yeah uh, so that's a little it's gonna be matcha complaining about it and rating it poorly but the next book we're reading is super good i'm very excited for the next book i do want to kind of like bookmark that like i'm glad we 
also reiterated the fact that this is like a YA novel because Mm -hmm. a lot of like the writing uh, sort of mechanics and stuff makes a lot more sense to me Mm -hmm. when you remember, oh, this is made for a younger audience. So maybe something's kind of like, maybe the author feels the need to sort of like spell a couple things out and like feels the need to sort of like be really descriptive. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can talk more about that next week. Not defending the book. (laughs) But no, no, no. And I, I think get it. <laughs> I like D.E. Schwab as a writer. It's like the funny thing. It's like I've read some of her books, like the Shades of Magic series. I actually really enjoy those books. They're not YA, though. And it's not that I don't like YA. I can really enjoy it sometimes. It's just this instance of, of it isn't my cup of tea. I think it's kind of cool when, like, authors are able to sort of, like, write for different audiences. And, mm-hmm. like, I haven't read any of, of her other books. But I'm glad that you have because you can kind of like compare and yeah. be like, well, this is like the kind of writing that she makes that like mm-hmm. resonates with me. Like, and this is the kind that doesn't. I think that's cool for mm-hmm. like authors where they don't like have to like necessarily pigeonhole themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good for her for giving this a shot. <laughs> Christopher Pellini wrote the Aragon series, which is very much a YA like series. Mm-hmm. And that he did like no real writing for anything i actually i don't know if that's true or not but he didn't have like any like main serial thing for a while and then he came out with to sleep in a sea of stars which is a adult sci-fi book which is brilliant it was great mm. and then i read the sequel for that which was not my cup of tea yeah yeah it happens you know they can't all be hits they can't mm. all be hits but like it's still like, <laughs> it's still like good at writing it's just like I, I wasn't interested in what that book had to offer yeah. at all it's kind of like with the Ender's Game series when he went on yeah. his crazy Mormon bullshit eventually I and just like broke Ender's down. Game. Ender's Game is great. Speaker of the Dead, one of my favorite books in the whole entire world. It's so good. But after that, it's like, no. I read I'm Ender's not. Game and then like I did not read anything past Ender's Game because I started reading the second one. I was like, eh. Speaker then- of the Dead is a much more philosophical debate of what sentience means it was like, which uh, like that is like my jam i <laughs> love that shit like give me give me debates on sentience and like what <laughs> it means to be intelligent species or beings and how we can relate with each i love that shit right. but like it's not everyone's come <laughs> home i have the book that i'm gonna put in the recommendations please for do. you matcha please yeah. do i am here for that mm. i got done with uh Oh gosh, what was the series called? Him out. I, I have like to wrap this. up real quick. Yeah, it's okay. We're talking about books, though. Yeah, yeah we are like... talking about books. Scooby can call whatever he wants. If you want to leave, you can leave, Cole. I said, "Well, I'll leave." Macho, are you playing games after this? No, <laughs> oh, go play for games, bro. No, we're talking about books. We're in a book club talking about books. I said, "I'm gonna like wrap up this episode for like the last ten minutes." Welcome to the Midwest Goodbye ADHD Book Club. <laughs> I just like watching you squirm. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me finish my my single book yeah. recommendation about sentience. The Children of Time series by Adrian Chai, whatever his last name is, because it looks very I don't even know. I just can't say it. But the <laughs> Children of Time series, phenomenal. Amazing books. Adrian Chachowski. So, so good. Thank oh, you. That's I very couldn't Russian. do that. Yes. Chikoski. It's so so good. I really enjoyed those. I binge read like that whole series. It was so good. That's all I have to say though. Now we can wrap up the episode. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening to ADHD Book Club podcast. Uh, we technically talked about Gallon by V. Schwab today. You can't say that we didn't. You can't we totally say we did. did not talk about that book today. We did today. talk about it. 
If you like Did we listening talk about to it us, a lot? No. share us with friends, please. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you know, next week we'll have more of an excuse to be distracted. Uh, but yeah, speaking of, next week will be the final book, or our final chapter for Gallant. We will then have two weeks uh, where one of them will be a video or voice recording of a short story we are reading and discussing the next week. That is Technicolor by somebody has name forgotten. I don't remember either, Uh, but it was good. Short story called Technicolor. It's we already did that recording. It was very fun. It was a great Uh, short story. It was great. Yeah, I was totally there. It was so awesome. It was really (laughs) good. That was a week where both you and Marty were gone. I know I was joking. And we just did that short story. It was very good, very fun. Highly recommend reading that. So there'll be those two. And then we'll be starting tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow by Gabriella. Gabrielle Zevin. There we go. Gabrielle Zevin. Tap with the T. That's me. (laughs) Zevin. Uh, Zevin from here on out. That's what you have to look forward to from us. We have other things going on, too, that I'm sure will be talked about during the mid-break. Thank you all. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha